dream. Thank you. Genesis 37, five. Now Joseph had a dream and he told it to his brothers and they hated him for it. So he said to them, please hear this dream, which I have dreamed. There we were binding sheaves in the field. Then behold, my sheaf arose and also stood upright. And indeed, your sheep stood all around and bowed down to my sheaf. And his brother said to him, shall you indeed reign over us? Or shall you indeed have dominion over us? So they hated him even more for his dreams, for his word. Then he dreamed still another dream. He told it to his brothers and said, look, I have dreamed another dream. And this time, the sun the moon, and the 11 stars, they bowed down to me. So he told it to his father and his brothers. And his father rebuked him and said to him, what is this dream that you have dreamed? Shall your mother and I and your brothers indeed come to bow down to the earth before you? And his brothers envied him. But his father kept the matter in mind. What are they? What is the purpose of dreams like this in the life of a believer? Some people say, oh, I don't reckon with my dreams because they are at best meaningless and the worst mischievous. <laughs> Somebody said, oh, my dreams always act the opposite way. What I have said to many believers is that uh, we are spiritual beings. So if your dreams are not useful in your life, you can change it. You know, because desire and uh, covenant, they not only work when others make it, they work when you make it. That's why you can go to God and say, Lord, please, all these Amala and Delophrys dreams, an end to them. I dedicate my dreams to you as an instrument of divine communication so that through them, I can receive your plans and purposes for my life. Oh, you just cannot believe, once you do that, how God can use these dreams to, you know, there are so many pieces of information they need to get across to you and I on so many different things. And because you take so many decisions, they can preempt you. There's a decision that you need to take, say, in August, okay? You know something is... is um, some people have planned something or done something in August. But they've already prepped you here <laughs> in, in February or March <laughs> to say oh, such and such should be your response. It makes decision-making easy. You know, because before you get there, you already know what you do. You know, 
I have seen this time and time again. Yes. There was um, something um, not too long ago, I think last year, um, we were going, we usually do that uh, medical missions in the village. Long before, was well, usually in September, long before that medical mission, they prompted me, tell them, oh, nobody should go to that thing. This is COVID season, now the time to go. Of course, many people didn't listen to me. Those who wanted to go thought I was dissuading those uh, who might want to go from not going. But because it was a clear revelation, I stood my ground, so I didn't go. And um, um, I, I lost my brother from that thing, from that wow. thing. You know, my brother caught COVID and passed. Ooh. Yeah. So we debated it back and forth. You know, we debated it back and forth. There are so many, so many dreams, you know, helping us make decisions. So if your own dreams are not working for you like that, ah, please go and kneel down and pray and say, Lord, why should, why should I just sleep yakata? <laughs> and, and serious matters are flying past and I'm not aware. No, no. Oh, so many decisions, so many. They make them so easy. And sometimes those decisions are complicated. So those decisions are pressured. You know, people will be saying all kinds of things. But because you had a clear revelation, you wouldn't budge. You know, some people invited me to come and preach. I hadn't seen their invitation. I had a revelation, you know. So after I had that revelation, I was like, yeah, what is this? Where is it coming from? You know, I'm like scanning my world. Where is this coming from? Where is this coming from? What is all this? And then I got the invitation. And the spirit was like, that's it. Don't go. No matter how you persuade me, no matter how you try to persuade me, I cannot go. Because we all have controllers. They should determine what we do and what we don't do. Doesn't say anything about the people inviting you. Doesn't say anything. It just says the times are not auspicious. The times are not auspicious. So just don't go. And I have repeatedly, you know, told you here that God is preventive. They don't have to tell you what they're preventing. You know, they don't have to tell you. But it's your obedience to what they tell you that shields you from danger. And you don't even have to know what the danger is. Is it physical? Is it spiritual? They don't have to tell you. But you are counting on your obedience to, to shield you from whatever danger. Of course, 
in the process of all this, you are, you are bound to offend people. You know, you're bound to offend people. People are going to be annoyed with you for different reasons. But don't forget that it doesn't matter who is annoyed with you, provided they're not annoyed with you in heaven, because that's the one that can kill you. So you can uh, offend men on earth, like Jesus said, they don't have any power uh, uh, of casting into hell, even if they might may, may lay you and beat you up or something. <laughs> and even in that, they will shield you. So it is important, you know. Now, in the case of Joseph, what are these dreams? These are what we call signpost, signpost revelations, okay? This thing is in the future. Nobody knows how it's going to work out, you know? And that's why Joseph made a basic and fundamental error. Because such information is for your ears and eyes only. It's not something you share with others, you know? It is not something you share with others. And by the way, um, if you're going to share a revelation, you know, they have to authorize it. The people who sent it to you, they have to authorize it. And I told you about um, <clears throat> my, my uh, experience with uh, Reverend, Reverend. You know, I think I've told you that before. How the, the church, um, well, I was, in, I was in, still in medical school when the Spirit of God said to me, don't go to Bible college. Just one afternoon, I was just lying down on my bed. He whispered to me, don't go to Bible college. Okay, so we left it at that. So I didn't go to Bible college. And then um, my church decided to make me a reverend. They sent me the ordination papers. And I was feeling it. And the Spirit of God said, I didn't know you want to be a reverend. I said, oh, oh, I don't want to be a reverend. It's just the church. He said, so why are you filling the form? Oh, okay. Then uh, I returned the form. Cut a long story short. My general overseer wasn't happy that I returned the form. So he pressured me. But before then, I had had this revelation where I was... Um, um, wearing a kaftan, sitting in a Hercules C-130 transport, all of that, you know. And then um, going to have a secret rendezvous with King Hassan of Morocco. <laughs> when I woke up, I, what I thought to myself was that I ate too much. You know what Solomon said? That dreams come from a full stomach. So I just thought I ate too much. But when the general overseer pressed me hard. The Spirit of God said, tell him that vision. And then the meaning became clear because the Spirit of God said to me, you're a soldier, but you don't wear uniform. Okay, so nobody should give you uniform. So, you know, it helped me, it helped me make that decision simply. So I just told the general overseer, this is, this is the revelation. They say I'm a soldier, but I don't wear uniform. 
you know. So, so these, these revelations are so important, you know, to fine tune our walk with God. Don't, don't, don't discard your own, you know. If you have them and, and you don't get the meaning, the sense of it, you can seek help, you know, until you get accustomed to how the sending dreams. Because it's a matter of experience, really. After a while, you get to know how the sending dreams and what they mean and what they're trying to say to you. And oftentimes, of course, when you don't understand them, you ask. And, and, and I was telling somebody the other day, about uh, all the dreams I was uh, having. And uh, I was, my sister invited me to come and go to uh, law school. You know, she bought, she, she bought form for me for evening law in, in Unilag. And then the next revelation, I, um, I was uh, uh, having um, uh, uh, filling stations all over the place. <laughs> that was several years ago. <laughs> Because I had a patient who was in charge of that in PPR, you know, so he was ready to, to do it for me. So, so I, I went to the Lord and said, what, what, are they, what is the meaning of all these dreams? He whispered to me, he said, the devil is desperately trying to distract you. Hmm. So everything just, I just put cold water on all of them. So, so. Nobody, nobody should uh, 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 just, just let their dreams just drift away like that because they are powerful tools of divine communication. Of course, you know that some people were led exclusively by dreams. So don't join those who say, oh, don't make anything of it. These are not spiritual people. Spiritual people know that dreams are powerful tools in the hand of God to get crucial, critical, life-preserving life information to you and I. I've told uh, believers once that, uh, um, that, that's, that just like you and I are specialized, and our demons are also specialized. You know, the demons that are specialized for those who do one thing, they're specialized for those so that they can scuttle them with all types of uh, temptations. So, and, and you and I have strengths and grace and weaknesses, you know, all in some potpourri uh, combination, you know, and God knows all of this. So he, he shields you and I from things we can't handle. So if people are telling you, come and do this, come and do this, you have to go and ask, should I go to do this? Should I go to do that? You know, because you don't have strength for everything. Nobody has strength for everything. So dreams are very powerful. And that's why I want you to really, particularly if your, your own dreams have not been maximized, you know. Some people ask me, doctor, why haven't you traveled? Why haven't you traveled? Since COVID, you have not gone anywhere. You have only gone out of this Lagos twice. I say, yes, because they constrain you with all these dreams. And then every time you have them, they tell you what it means. Every time you have them, they tell you what it means. You know. Everybody needs that help. And it is available to everyone. So don't join those who say, 
there are some people who get it and those who don't get it. No, no. Peter went to the house of Cornelius and when he heard the man got a visit from an angel, he said, wow, God is no respecter of persons. Absolutely. God is no respecter of persons. So nobody should give you the impression that there's some special people. What made them special? The only thing that makes a man special is loyalty and obedience to God. That's what makes, you can make yourself special. So I pray that you and I will really press into this. Amen. 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 Amen.